0: Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 202. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Offroad Andy.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm here. I was drinking beer for some reason. Uh, It's my cue. I'm sorry. For some reason, huh? What are you drinking? Uh, It's a a Sam 76. It's a really light ale. It's fine, but it always comes in there like mixed packs. Oh, like from the gas station. Not from the gas station.
0: Well, yeah, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend and check out our sports pod after this one. You uh, will enjoy it as you always do, I'm sure. But uh, let's kick things off with uh, some local news. I believe just maybe even last week we talked about how Disneyland was getting set up to be a vaccination site. For uh, local residents. Well we got more Disneyland news. And it's uh, for people like me. Uh, I can no longer get a pass. For uh, the uh, near future.
1: Yeah the annual pass. It's
0: gone. So pour some of that beer out Andy. It's for the homies. not something
1: I never thought would ever happen. Um, also it's weird to make plans. When like we don't know when. Actual Disneyland will be open. So,
0: Well. In, I got an email from them because I'm on their little you know subscription plan but it basically states yeah the season passes aren't coming back but they're gonna have you know similar options and offerings and whatnot so I don't imagine they're gone forever they're just gonna be called something different and who knows the platform it'll be upon but I mean you're probably not going to see that for a few years once all this, bullshit covid crap is over with if ever
1: yeah I, I saw some people say that maybe the the program has unintended consequences and that's like how people like you use them is like oh we'll just pop in we'll, we'll go it's a saturday we'll go in for four hours um because why not I already paid for it and that results in like the place being super crowded at all times without them getting any extra revenue from that unless I
0: buy a beer and a hot dog unless
1: unless you're doing that which I'm sure a lot of people aren't they're planning if we're only gonna be there for five hours so let's eat up and then yeah you know
0: so it's very upsetting but I mean again I don't even know why they sent that out there's no reason to say that at this point unless you just want to stay in the headlines for no reason at all yeah yeah,
1: I do wonder if it's going to be like a thing where it's like, all right, you can get a you can get five tickets for the price of three or something if you're a SoCal resident, and then you just plan around like, well, I'm going to have five five days a year that I'm going to go. I would never do
0: that because if a ticket is still a hundred and whatever dollars, that's a huge waste so, of. Uh,
1: so it's three hundred bucks. What what do you pay for annual pass now?
0: It was thirty eight dollars a month, and you could go whenever you wanted.
1: So it's cheaper. Substantially, what no, so it's cheaper. $300 is less than,
0: but to go three times,
1: no, you get to go five times. Five times, I would go twice a month. I know, but that's what it maybe that's bad for them.
0: Breaks down to like $16 (laughs) a, a trip, yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated on that one. Uh, that's upsetting news though. Okay, I have a a story that maybe they're filming a sequel to a, a movie I actually like quite a bit. Uh, you familiar with the movie The Terminal, Andy? The Tom Hanks Tom classic Hanks that I've never where seen. Is Victor Navorsky. Never seen it, but I know what it is. Ugh, shame on you, Stanley Tucci. All it's right, phenomenal. Well, uh, is it Catherine on Zeta-Jones? It needs to be on something. It's on HBO like every other month. I don't think so. I would have mm. saw it. Well, anyways, the story behind that movie, since you're not familiar, is he's flying to New York, and in the air, his little you know Kazakhstan like country goes into civil war, and with whatever rules and regulations uh, upon the world, basically it does it loses its status as a country. So. Victor Navorsky to the United States is an alien, an immigrant without a country. So he is rendered. You have to be, you know, in this terminal in the United States in the airport until your country comes back online. And he's there for like I don't know how long it is. Maybe it's five months. Maybe three. I, I don't remember that part on the movie. But there was a guy in Chicago O'Hare that had uh, been living there for three months. He flew there, uh, was inside of this airport in October and uh, said he had a fear of COVID flying. So he found a pass, like a badge from someone that worked there and was kind of scanning around just kind of like a feral cat just around this airport for three months. And finally two United uh, workers asked to see his like identification and, he produced this badge that had been re- reported stolen in October. He had no weapons. He wasn't deemed a threat by any means, but he was some random California resident, and I had been living in the airport for three months. Did he have a change of clothes? Like I don't know, because I don't know if he was showering. They said he was getting food from just people at the airport, like... It sounds like he literally had no money, no clothes. His pets' heads were falling off. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know how that even. Ha- that's he should be on like Bear Grylls' show or something. <laughs> maybe together. it was. Maybe Do it was things. a dumb thing for Discovery Plus.
1: Yeah, that's that's impressive. Like he's just scrounging off people's like
0: pretzels or something. I guess I don't know. But the funniest part is his whole thing is like, "Well, I was afraid of getting COVID." you're a lot more likely to get COVID at the airport than you are on a plane.
1: Oh no. Those, those body scanners kill it right then.
0: No. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's why they made them. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's an interesting story for you. Now, if you uh, listened last week and I imagine everyone did, we talked about saved by the bell. We uh, got into Andy had a bone to pick because, you know, us growing up, we always watched reruns. We never watched these things as they would debut. And we kind of didn't understand where Tori fit in, and that whole period it seemed like Kelly and uh, Jesse were no nowhere to be seen. Well, I looked it up, and I got the answer for you, Andy. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, I'm. I will never forget this either.
0: What What do you What would you guess it was?
1: So I'm going to say in season two, uh, they had to like, uh. Someone didn't pass a class or something, so they were off the show for eight episodes and they brought in the new girl. Oh, like in a real class? Yeah.
0: Like if in high school when you're on the basketball team and you you don't have child actors on, you can't play?
1: Were they child actors? I think some of them were child actors and some of them were like 22. I think they're all 22 years old. If you're a child actor, you have to like pass classes or else you're not allowed to act.
0: Yeah. Uh, Haley Jawsman, that must have been what happened to him. Uh, no, that is not correct. And it's also, think about what they looked like uh, for that time period. That's, uh, actually, I remember one right off the top of my head. That's where Zach had to go win those tickets, but he had to go to the max to win those uh, concert tickets. And he had detention, so he put himself a fake wig on and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was all very like, you know, they hit their stride. They had Everyone had hair and makeup, all that kind of stuff. Uh, versus, like the first season of any show, their hair always looks like shit and all that kind of stuff. So I think you could rule out that it was season two, but it was actually the last season, the season they graduate, and everyone was signed on and the the whole thing was figured out and getting ready to go. And then NBC doubled the order of shows, and uh, everyone signed on but Jesse and Kelly. Now I don't know if it was a scheduling thing or they wanted more money or what have you, but they just opted out. And so that's why they literally just disappear until the graduation episode. And then at the same time, Tori is nowhere to be seen because that was already included in what they had written in the initial run for those, that string of episodes.
1: Okay. So they'd already written the series finale. Yeah. All right. But then, yeah, because they all came back for the college years, which I assume like, aired like right after oh yeah i which, would imagine so which i mean college years but i don't need it i didn't need it
0: no um, i liked then, of course, uh
1: there's the, the the wedding movie
0: yeah that one was, was like was a year later. Fun. yeah uh what was his name roger the huge guy that was like their coach or something
1: yeah the golik guy
0: yeah <laughs> uh and- yeah, i never really understood that he like was the roommate but not I think he was just like in charge. He was like the hall monitor on their
1: floor. Or he was the RA, but usually RAs are like Your age. juniors. Yeah, they're juniors in uh, college. I don't know. Never that doesn't know. make sense. But, you know, it was the 90s. Who knows?
0: I do remember that the college years had a cool song, though, for their theme song, like Standing on the Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah today.
1: Definitely.
0: Something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, but the original song is classic as well.
0: Well, yeah. When I wake up in the morning. Come on. <laughs> Everyone loves that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I have yeah. another
1: question for you about the uh, cron chronology of this show. Uh, the summer camp episodes with, um, you know, the King of Queens. Oh um, yeah, Leah Remney. Yeah, when did the, when did that happen?
0: Was well, that like end of I'm season gonna, three? You got to just think in the lo- uh, terms of high school years. So it was somewhere between. I'm going junior year because they were they all worked right except for Lisa because. Her parents had a timeshare there, or something. Right. Yes. But I think she still helped out. But they all got summer jobs because of her family's connections to that, you know, place. Uh, Was that only like two episodes? Sixteen years old.
1: So was that only like two episodes? But like I saw them so many times, it felt like it was a whole season.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems like there's not enough to be a whole season. Maybe it was like half of a season or something. Yeah. But also the way they come back to it, I remember he's like, you know, I had such an exhausting summer. My mom actually said I needed to take the first day of school off. It's like, what fucking parent would see, would allow you to not go to the first day of school because you had too much fun over the summer?
1: Yeah, I mean, there were some strange things in that show. Again, it was, it was the 90s.
0: This is true. He had a cell phone and Mr. Belding.
1: All right, I'm trying to do my own uh, research here. Um, Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style is a, it's just saying it's a movie, a 92-minute movie. I don't think that's right. So they just cut it into episodes? Maybe. But I don't think that, that doesn't seem right to me at all. I
0: don't know. Because <laughs> then they also have the one where they go to Palm Springs for Jesse's dad wedding, dad's wedding. So they did four seasons, according to IMDb. First being 16 episodes, 18 on the second season, 26 on the third and it ends with actually one of my favorites, the mystery week, uh, weekend. And then the fourth, yeah, It has 26 episodes.
1: Yeah. According to this, they, uh, just took the movie Hawaiian style, the movie, uh, and cut it into four episodes. <laughs> hmm.
0: uh, they fooled me. Yeah. On here, it's listed. Same thing as, uh, the, uh, wedding in Las Vegas. Yeah. Which was not right after because that, oh, it actually was because, yeah, the college years. Yeah, so on here it runs 89 to 92. And then it goes 93 to uh, 94, the college years. 94 is the wedding in Las Vegas. And Hawaiian style is in 92 also. And then the new class ran for longer. Than the original, that is that pisses me off. That the new class, which was I remember that was bullshit, ran from ninety three to two thousand, did nearly hundred and fifty episodes. Well,
1: that doesn't even make sense because you don't go to uh,
0: high school that long. I, I don't know. And then uh, we're also not counting here. Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which uh, ran from eighty seven to eighty nine, and was canceled initially, and then Disney picked it up. And then NBC uh, you know, took it over and kind of changed it and made it Saved by the Bell.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I knew that one, that part of it. Um, yeah, The New Class. Okay, so they just got new people in every couple of years. Uh, oh, there, there's 10 novels about Saved by the Bell, in the New Class. So,
0: I feel like probably um, Screech wrote most of them. Check
1: those out. They're local library. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, that's what's funny is that The New Class had Screech in it and... Looking back on it, it didn't make sense. Um, Screech, like, worked for Mr. Belding. That was the whole premise there. Um, but mm-hmm. he was like, did he go to college? or How did he get a job working for the principal?
0: Yeah, well, he was supposed to be geeky and really smart and all that. He,
1: he would have been, like, 19, and he got a job at the high school. And all you know, his friends
0: oh, went oh, off to cool Didn't Zach get into Yale, and then he ends up going to, like, UC uh, Los Angeles? I think they just called it California University or something like that. Yeah, that's why I paused. And I was like, "It was UCLA." <laughs> yeah, it's like all of them. Well, not all of them, right? Because uh, Jesse Spano and Lisa Turtle weren't in it, were they?
1: Um, I don't remember because there they was...
0: replaced uh, two of them.
1: Yeah, no, they had they had new characters, but I feel like they were in it at some point. Like, like we went to a different school, but that we're here for spring break. It was one of those things
0: yeah probably all of these by the way you can watch for free on imdb tv wow as i I pull them them all up they're like watch for free like oh wow so that's your uh, little uh trivia on saved by the bell but we're not done with saved by the bell in case you were wondering so i feel like we talked about this uh but just to confirm i believe sources were uh not uh you know uh cemented at that point screech does have cancer
1: yeah so and they said stage four
0: i read that in one spot but other articles do not say that
1: yeah and i don't even know do we really even understand the stages
0: i feel like stage four is like well you got like 11 days
1: yeah yeah well we'll find out
0: yeah it's been four i believe since these articles came out now yeah. Oh, and I guess we can, it's, this is just to say by the bell hour, uh, they got picked up for a second season on Peacock. Okay, yeah, Peacock needs something. So maybe now Screech will do it. I mean, maybe they'll give him some health care. I, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, writing like a storyline that like uh, Screech was at the Capitol and he got caught. And now he has to, um, his friends need to help him out.
0: Well, he was in space. He was at the space station.
1: Nobody's. He's, he's back. Oh. And he went to the Capitol, and now he got arrested. So maybe they, they got to be topical.
0: Yeah, but by the time that comes out, that's not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Tell us about some Marvel casting.
1: Yeah every every week there's there's something new with this this Marvel that's. Uh, it, it's still going, um, including uh, maybe my most anticipated Marvel movie, a Thor 4, which we're already on to Thor 4. But, of course, this is uh, Taika Waititi back for Thor 4. Love him. Uh, it's it's set to film pretty soon. Uh, Matt Damon is going to be in it. Woo! Now, Matt Damon was in Thor 3 in a small cameo. So, who knows what this means? It'd be cool if he played Jason Bourne in it. He could. He might. Uh, the, he was playing an actor in it, and it was like, is that is he supposed to be playing Matt Damon, who got kidnapped and is forced to act? Maybe. Who knows?
0: Maybe he's back as that musician from Eurotrip.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of important
0: roles uh, that Matt Damon has portrayed over the years. Maybe that, he's that song launched him into you know <laughs> just a fandom that you could only dream of, and now he you know many years later, a couple decades he's a huge actor now and that song is all just gone he even had yeah. those tattoos surgically removed
1: yeah that was definitely what made him a star not like saving pride ryan or anything like that
0: no i'm not i'm not actually talking about matt damon i'm talking about that actor that character and oh
1: know. the character yeah we don't really we didn't know much of his backstory like how old was he why was he with a high school girl a lot of questions <laughs>
0: Wasn't actually talking about Matt Damon himself. <laughs> He's
1: an interesting guy.
0: Well, that's exciting. Uh, like you said, there's never a shortage of news about Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, there's more. You oh. ready for Moon Knight?
0: Moon Knight?
1: Moon Knight. That is a thing. Is uh, that
0: read by Christopher Walken?
1: No, not even close. Oh. It's about a Moon Knight, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about Moon Knight or I didn't know anything about Moon Knight. I had never heard of this character. I've played Marvel video games. I have no idea what a Moon Knight is, uh, but they're making a Disney Plus series. And uh, I talked about it before. It was confirmed that Oscar Isaac will be playing the Moon Knight, which is great because he's he's too good for this shit. He's a good actor. Yeah. So why is he the Moon Knight? But, you know, if he's into it, he's into It, it must be a good script. Um, well, now they also announced that Ethan Hawke will be playing the antagonist. So, that is two enjoyable actors in this whatever it's going to be.
0: We're going to love so that.
1: What, what a get for Disney Plus here. That I mean, why not just make this a fucking movie? Like, those two guys?
0: Maybe it's a TV movie, like uh, Say by the Bell Vegas wedding.
1: Yeah, and then we'll just split it up onto Disney Plus yep. later. Makes sense. Yeah, so Moon Knight.
0: So that, okay, that ends up your Marvel. All right, well, we recently talked about, big fan of the pod, uh, Russell Crowe here, and uh, his Master and Commander movie. And I guess, are the people trying to cancel it because it's called Master and Commander? No, so
1: here's what happened. Over the weekend, uh, some person tweeted about, uh, they made a joke saying, if you have trouble falling asleep, just put on Master and Commander because it's the most boring movie ever. And uh, Russell Crowe did not uh, like that very much and actually Must responded to the guy. He responded to him and said, like, uh, it's a masterpiece. The director uh, is incredible and is one of the most underrated directors of all time. And uh, you just don't understand this, the subtleties of how great this movie really is. And um, and then Russell Crowe took a plane and uh, punched a guy in the face afterwards.
0: That's what I like to hear. Yeah.
1: I mean, at least he would if it weren't for the pandemic. Was this had.
0: like a real person or?
1: I think it's just a random guy.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: Russell Crowe it on alert. He's like, don't are you kind of just shit.
0: like holy shit? Like, <laughs> you'll yeah. never believe who's who tweeted me, or do you become like a bigger douche and like, oh, see, let's let's cancel him, and then no one pays attention to you?
1: Oh, I think the whole internet was on Russell Crowe's side. Well, Good. Yeah, this this guy who's like his movie sucks. is like, well, fuck you. <laughs> it didn't suck. I don't remember it, but I watched it when I was 12 or something. I just watched it. Yeah. By the way, you can watch this for free on Prime Video, too. Prime Video, okay. Jeff Bezos knows. Jeff Bezos knows how to defend Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: so that's that's a feel-good story, I think.
0: Yeah, it makes me feel good. Yeah. All right. Tell us about, uh, we always tell you, know, we'll update you on these kinds of things. So, update us on uh, Kong and Zilla. Godzilla vs Kong,
1: the most anticipated movie in Tony Steak history, I believe. At this point, we've referenced it so many times. Just so Don't many say times. We say you. I have. Um, <laughs> it's part of our history, and we just have to give you every update we can. And the latest update is that its its release date is being moved up to March 21st. So again, this is part of the HBO Max deal. Which, if you have HBO Max, you can watch it. And it will be out in movie theaters in France or something. But here in America, you just need to sign up for HBO Max. And you can watch Godzilla versus Kong. And we still don't have a goddamn
0: trailer for it, which is uh, kind of crazy. You know, but I we'll, just got an email from HBO Max and it had briefly on there. It was like, oh, movies, same day th- as theaters. And it showed them. So,
1: Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. We finally got that. We got that little trailer for HBO Max and Hole with little pieces of different movies coming out. Uh, so first look at Godzilla vs. Kong and also the first look at the upcoming Mortal Kombat. So that I'm excited about both of those things. So uh, I would check out that little minute trailer uh, if you could find it. Uh, get some get excited. Uh, I believe you get to see some Denzel Washington in there, which comes out next weekend, uh, right? Yeah, pretty soon. So that's gonna be the b- first big one but uh you also see uh Mr Patrick Wilson there fighting those demons and ghosts I'm excited for that one that's the conjuring seven I think um, I don't know which number of conjuring it is but it's another conjuring yeah that's exciting
0: well very good all right should we uh before we get into what we've been watching that portion of the pro- the pod is brought to you by our good friends at the clipless leash formerly known as the Simple doggie. The Clipless Leash... I can talk today. The CliplessLeash.com. They're going to give you some incredible stuff. All you have to do is plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off. Andy, can you still hear me? Of course. Okay. Something my safari is trying to take over the... <laughs> The whole thing, all in the middle of a live read. Uh, so head to thecliplessleash.com and you're going to get 65% off the the dog leash you've been waiting for. All you have to do is plug in promo code Tony. Okay, apologies for that. Yeah, my Adobe came up and was like, you need an update or we're going to kill you. And it opened Safari, and so I thought it redirected this webpage as since uh, listeners... We are not recording in person. Mandy is in a whole other county uh, at the moment because uh, of the pandemic and all. Also, it's really windy. I don't want to go outside. Is it windy where you are?
1: Yeah, my car was getting blown to the right. Kind of scary.
0: It's unbelievable. These boats out here are just getting thrashed.
1: Yeah, okay. you might have flooding.
0: I don't know about that. I, they're, I mean, they're all docked. Um, they're just going back and forth, swaying within their little dock area. Uh okay, how many things did you watch?
1: I've got a, a, a simple five.
0: Oh, simple five.
1: <laughs> Not very complicated. I've got two. Okay.
0: You want to do three? I'll do two.
1: Um. Yeah. Let's do. Let's start off with some Vin Diesel. Oh boy. So uh, I have talked about the 4K Blu-rays I've been buying. I'm a big fan of uh, doing that. Uh, one of them I bought recently was Pitch Black. You know this one?
0: Vin Diesel can't see, but he can still kill dragons or something, right?
1: Uh, close. He has um, surgically enhanced eyes. Makes it harder to see in the day, but much easier to see at night. So there's a bat. And uh, I guess similar, but he's a, he's a criminal and uh, the spaceship crashes on this planet. And uh, eventually there's monsters there that only come out at night. And... He could see it Did night, They play so
0: they... the uh, Smashing Pumpkin song.
1: No, they they didn't. Uh, they <laughs> I don't think they had the budget for it back then. Because uh, this was a this was a smaller movie. This is Vin Diesel pre Fast and the Furious.
0: Just so the listeners are aware, there is a Smashing Pumpkin song of the same title. You may have recently heard it on an Apple commercial.
1: Yeah, they should. The Apple commercial should have just had Vin Diesel.
0: Yeah, that would have been a saying. Little, this uh, camera is like my eyes notes. from
1: that movie people would have got it. But I, I liked that movie uh, when it first came out. And I looked it up. Uh, that movie is now 21 years old. I
0: thought you were going to say it's a 21%.
1: No, it's insane that it's that old at this point. That it came out very early in 20, in the year 2000. It's like, what? Where has time gone? Um, and I was stupid that I had my settings to only 1080p when I was watching this movie. It's some like, something doesn't seem <laughs> right. But this is a also low-budget. But then I went and looked, like, oh no, my uh, player was only outputting the 1080, so I was Andy, losing out you're on rookie.
0: that.
1: Yeah, just a just you a have a decision.
0: hologram TV.
1: Yeah, but P- Pitch Black is good. It's still good. It's not too ambitious, but I enjoy it. Got a bunch of Australians in it. It's got Keith David in it. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend it if you have not seen it. If you like, Um yeah, the only sci-fi Vin Diesel
0: movie I like, and I guess I don't mind the first. Uh, Fast Furious movie but he's fine in the movie Boiler Room with uh, uh, Giovanni Rabisi
1: yes well he was also in uh, Saving Private Ryan so that was a good movie
0: yeah but for like 11 seconds yeah
1: you get to see him get killed though so um, but continuing on the Vin Diesel train here oh boy um, The Chronicles of Riddick the sequel to Pitch Black is on HBO Max and I watched that as well probably the first first time in a while It is wild what they did where Pitch Black is a very grounded sci-fi movie. It's all like Earth humans. It might be space, but it's all like Earth people and there's no magic and stuff. They have guns. The guns might shoot like lasers, but it's all pretty grounded where it's like we got to get this battery to this thing. Uh, The Chronicles of Riddick is basically like fucking Lord of the Rings or something, which is what they said they wanted to make. It's like fantasy where there's weird people who could do magic and stuff, um, hmm. but very entertaining. Um, I hadn't watched those two movies together like that ever in my life. Um, but it is just crazy how how different those were. Where it's like we're gonna make this really small uh, sci-fi movie with that where there's monsters, and then it's like now Vin Diesel is a superhero and he's taking down space elves <laughs> who are immortal, and it's like what the fucking good luck with that judy dench is a lady who can become invisible sometimes it's like what god damn like how do they think of this shit and then when they made the sequel to that which was just called riddick it went back to being a simple grounded monster movie which is uh strange but there are plans again for a fourth movie because vin diesel probably pulls in like a uh, billion dollars a year at this point just from fast and the furious toys easy um, that's so just, some just like
0: Fast and Furious
1: keychains. Yeah, he could just self finance any of these movies he wants, and he's like, "This time, my eyes can also shoot lasers." And like, go with it. Yeah. So you mean I'm, you I'm excited to be future. an X Men. Yeah. Although Vin Diesel's got to be like 55 at this point right now, right? I just said Pitch yeah, Black. He's is probably 21 getting years too old.
0: old for this.
1: <sighs> no such thing. He's gonna he's gonna get those uh, space surgery uh improvements in real life.
0: And what's your third?
1: Um funny enough, I watched a movie that has a similar uh, the same word in it. Uh, the movie Chronicle. So I watched The Chronicles of Riddick and the movie Chronicle. Not like on purpose. It that just sounds just, like you're lazy when you're
0: searching. Yeah, it's not
1: didn't funny how that <laughs> worked out, but that's not uh what, what happened. It was already Chronicle? on the list. So Chronicle is um like a found footage low budget superhero type thing not really superhero thing where it's the teenage kids find a uh, rock and it gives them powers and they can fly and shit um it's around 10 years old i watched it in theaters when it came out and i enjoyed it a lot really cool idea um it had michael b jordan before he was uh, a big deal fancy um but i didn't like it as much this time it's it's still good but it's like it's it's such a gimmick the whole thing of like, it's one of those things where the kid is, uh, he's a loser, so he has a video camera with him at all times. So, the whole movie is shot, like, on a handheld camera because, oh, it's through the eyes of this thing, but it's really just, like, probably for low-budget purposes. Nah. And then that director was, like, after this movie came out, it was such a hot name, and he he uh, went on to direct the Fantastic Four movie that was a disaster. Oh, boy. And then he got <laughs> fired from friend, Star huh? Wars, and it's, like that whole story with that guy is kind of hilarious. Like what he was on top of the world. He directed one good, like indie movie and people like this guy is the future. He's the next Spielberg. Uh, did not work out for him.
0: Uh-huh. All right. Well, you ready for my two? Yeah. So let's kick it off with, I watched the, uh, Tiger, Tiger Woods doc. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah. On uh, HBO max. And it's a two parter. Pretty easy. And it basically just shows you, I, I, I don't think I talked about this last week for the first part, but it shows you, you know, his dad's like, you're going to be a golfer whether you like it or not. Uh, but he's like, Oh yeah. He liked watching me uh, hit balls in the in the garage when he was in his little high chair, even he wouldn't, you know, he would only turn his head to, to eat. I was like, okay. Uh, but just goes into, you know, his, his career, his, his early childhood. And uh, obviously the, the, struggles he's had in you know the last 10 years or so uh back surgeries uh his uh scandals and whatnot and uh, how he's kind of bounced back from all of that and uh not had a like you know people he had known you know family friends his entire life in this thing and all that kind of stuff uh uh pretty good very interesting i mean i grew up watching this guy on the uh you know Golfing every single weekend with my dad, basically. So it was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about Tom Brady in the sports episode, but like Tiger's been around longer than that. Like he's really been a part of our lives since. Yeah, late '90s, like forever. Yeah,
0: Uh, yeah, it's on on HBO Max, and like I said, it's only I think two hours and like thirty minutes or something. Yeah, and then uh, another doc I watched on Netflix. The Richard Ramirez Night Stalker. Have you
1: seen this? Uh, I saw that it came out. Is it is it a uh, a series or is it? It's like four one?
0: episodes. Okay. And uh, yeah, it just kind of follows the two uh, officers that were detectives that were kind of following the case. And you know, basically, every like five to ten minutes on the show, there's a new person, a new you know uh, body or victim. That they're discovering, and it's like, my God. So that was pretty yeah, I mean, crazy. I mean, he you, you hear of these people, but this is before we were born. So it's not like it's, you know, we didn't live through the whole thing.
1: How many people did he kill? It was
0: like in the teens, right? I think a total is like, I want to say 19. God damn, but that's a lot. But I also think that there are some that he didn't get caught doing. Oh, they're not assigned to him. Yeah, and no, then no, there's no. also, like, he molested a whole bunch of kids, boys and girls, and they didn't charge him for that, because at this point, he was already going to get the death sentence. Yeah. So, they didn't want to bring these kids into the courtroom to relive it.
1: That's that's crazy. I I should watch that when I, uh, you know, resubscribe to Netflix.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it looks on here, it's about three hours and ten minutes for all four of them, so okay. it's you can you can breeze through them pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, that's the problem I think with those uh, any of those documentary series, you really have to make sure it's not six hours or something like like the yeah. Mick um, Millions I think it was called the the oh the I never thing. finished that one. Yeah, it was just, it was just too long. Like I, I liked it, but it was like yeah, okay, you could have cut this in, by two episodes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Those were them, pretty easy watches. And uh, if you have one or the other, I'd, I'd recommend either one of them. All right. What are your last two, Andy? Hammer them home. All right. Um,
1: on HBO Max, I watched Blood Simple, which is the first Coen Brothers movie they ever made. They, they made it in 1982. I believe it was released in 85, though. Uh, just a low budget thing that they made. Um, but you see, like, where the talent came from. That it's nowhere near like the top of what they've made, but uh still something they were able to pull off in you know, with not a lot of money. Uh, I
0: like that it has M. Emmett Walsh. He yeah. played I believe Jill's dad on home improvement. Okay. I was I've been worried about this guy. Every time you see him, I'm like, holy shit, like he might not even be alive now as I'm watching whatever he was in. He's still alive now. He just looks yeah. real. I mean, he's old, but he just looks incredibly old too. And I think they kind of, you know, punch him up for the role.
1: Yeah, this this he was he was still. I mean, he's old, but he didn't have gray hair. He looked the same, but without gray hair. But mm-hmm. I mean, the guy wears a cowboy hat at all times, anyways. Uh,
0: yeah, that's actually the the photo, uh, like the first video on his uh, IMDb page is from that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of looks like John C. Riley. <laughs> okay. A little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's 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 a character. Like that's that's the kind of people you you want in your movie. I mean, he's not going to lead your movie, but uh, a, a more substantial role than I'd say he usually is. Uh, and then there's also Francis McDormand. That's her first thing, and pretty good. Shortly after she married the director, so and they've worked together ever since. But yeah, it's it's a nice little bit of a history to, to watch, um, and it's not that long, so kind of. It was a cool thing to uh, like get off my list of like, oh, I finally watched uh, their first movie that they ever made. But I'm not going to go back to it every year or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'll watch it. We'll see.
1: Okay, then the last thing, which I'm not going to talk about too much because um, I just watched one was... So WandaVision got put out last week. They put oh, out yeah. the first two. But I only watched the first one. Uh, I want to see where it goes, but it was very straightforward of the episode I watched was just all um like a 50s sitcom where you get done of the like okay why is this a 50s sitcom um so it's funny though like the like parodying these old shows and stuff like that had some some good jokes but
0: yeah I want to give it a shot yeah like I was Paul Bettany's great
1: I was wondering like what would If you just went into this like completely blind, not caring about Marvel, like what do you get out of this? Um, From the first episode, you don't need to know anything because it's like they don't even tell you anything that's going on. You're just like, well, this is weird. Huh. These are like superpower people, but they're living in a 50s sitcom. And um, I compared it to uh, Mr. Robot a couple times where like he would be in his own head and like be creating things. It was kind of like that. So I don't know. curious to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, I'll have to give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I think it's only, I think it was only a half hour per episode, so.
0: Oh, that's easy then. Yeah. All right, well, if that's all you got, I think that will wrap us up for episode 202 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road, Paul Bettany Andy.
1: That is quite uh, an honor. Thank you.
0: (laughs) All right, we'll see you later.